0: at loveisrael.org. That's one word loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson.
1: Are you excited about God's call upon your life? Are you passionate to do the things that God is leading you to do? If you're listening to the Holy Spirit, if you understand the outcome of obedience, then you will indeed be committed. To the things of God take out your Bible and look with me to the book of Romans and chapter 15 now we saw last week that Paul was speaking about the primary objective of humanity and that is to bring glory and honor to God and when we deal with this concept of service or ministry what ministry is is a person living in a way behaving in a manner that influences others to do that same thing to live a praiseworthy life to honor god and to glorify him and the objective is that we multiply ourselves that we are committed to that and we are ministering to others to bring about them to do that same thing not only that they would live a god honorable life but they too would influence others and the congregation of the redeemed that is the body of messiah would grow and grow throughout this world that is the purposes of god that is what god is about so you have to ask yourself are you committed to these things well look with me if you would to that 15th chapter of romans we're going to begin with verse 14. Now, remember, Paul was speaking to believers. He was convinced that these individuals were going to abound, abound in peace and joy, that they were going to have a kingdom hope. And therefore, because of that condition, God was going to use them just as God was using Paul that they too could have an influence upon others and this is exactly what he's referring to in verse 14. look there we read but being convinced my brethren that i also myself concerning you so he's convinced he says i myself meaning this is a term that makes it emphatic it's emphasized that he is really convinced within himself concerning you, this congregation in Rome, that you yourselves are full of goodness. Now, what does that mean, being full of goodness? Well, we have learned that that word good, whether it's the Hebrew word or in this case, the Greek word, that the word good in the Bible relates to the will of God. And what Paul is saying is this, that he's convinced that these individuals like him are committed to the will of God. And the will of God can be summarized with the message of the Torah, which is to love one's neighbor as themselves. That is to influence them through love to submit to God. That's what loving your neighbor ought to produce, that they too walk in obedience to God. And we're going to see as we move through these verses that obedience is what Paul is striving for, not only his own obedience, but to influence others that they might obey God as well. So look again at our scripture. Paul says this, but being convinced, my brethren, also I myself concerning you, that you yourselves are full of goodness, your concern for the will of God, and having been filled with all knowledge. Now, this all knowledge is everything that we need in order to obey God and believe this God is always faithful. And God will teach you, reveal to you everything that you need to know in order to obey him. So disobedience never has an excuse. God is willing. We know that God is always able. And therefore, God will give to us the truth that we need, that biblical revelation, that insight from the scripture, so that we can carry out his will. So Paul's saying, I'm convinced about several things, that you are committed to the will of God, that you have all knowledge, everything that you need to know. Why? Being able also one another to admonish. Now, some Bibles, and this is fine, will translate that Greek word as to reproof. Now, that word, whether it's translated admonished or reproved, it is a word that, that speaks of influencing, brain a change whereby the order of God is maintained and therefore the will of God can be performed, that the will of God is going to be eventually the outcome. And Paul is saying, I'm convinced concerning you, this congregation in Rome, that God has equipped you fully that you can have an influence upon others. Now, Paul's doing this, and he's saying you can do this same thing, that God will use you to influence others, to reprove them, to admonish them, in order that they too are walking in the order of God, fulfilling the will of God. This is what Paul is speaking about in verse 14. Now look at verse 15 because this is so important to Paul he also says but being bold and really bolder than normal he says I have written to you brethren and again this word brethren means fellow believers both male and female brothers and sisters so he says being even bolder the implication is normal I have written to you, brethren, in part as reminding you on account of the grace that was given to me by God. Now, notice Paul is talking about, and we began with this, Paul is excited and passionate about the call upon his life. And there's an inherent relation between receiving the grace of God and knowing the call of God upon your life. God's grace not only saves, it does that by grace that you have been saved. So through grace we're saved, we find our sins forgiven, we find that perfect invitation into the kingdom of God but grace is more than just those wonderful things grace also will work in our life to bring us into the will of god that the will of god and the order of god is fulfilled and that's why paul is going to be speaking about the grace that was given to him by god and the next thing he's going to speak of is god's call upon his life grace equips us in order to obey the call of God and this is why he says look now to the second part of our verse 16 where it says for me to be a servant of Messiah Yeshua Christ Jesus unto the nations now what we need to know about Paul is this Paul personifies Israel what do I mean by that Well, God supernaturally created the Jewish people, B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel, to be used by God in order to bless the nations. Now, is it just bless them, give them blessings? No. It also says a light to the nations, which means give them the revelation of God, the truth of God. That is what we read in the Bible give god's truth in order that through the truth and of course obedience to the truth that they might be blessed and so paul is personifying that paul understands he's received grace that grace equips him not only saves him it does that but more than that that same grace works in his life giving him that call and equipping him to fulfill that call and paul saying that i am a servant of messiah Yeshua, jesus christ unto notice unto the nations and what is that service about keep reading he says in the middle of verse 16 he uses a very significant word it is a verb but it's derived from the greek word for a priest or those who work in the temple and we're talking about what we could call sacred service the administrating of the house of God and what Paul is saying is I'm a servant of Messiah Yeshua and I am ministering this sacred service and what is this sacred service that he's speaking about it is the gospel of God now let's talk for a moment about the gospel I'm going to give you a very simple definition of the gospel it is good news specifically about redemption and redemption is superior to atonement atonement that word in hebrew simply means a covering the sin is still there but through atonement the judgment is postponed the judgment still has to be given but it's delayed now that's good temporally but redemption is superior why through redemption that sin is erased it's as though it's never happened so redemption doesn't just delay god's judgment it removes the need for god's judgment and that's why it's the gospel and I want to emphasize that the definite article here, which means the good news, and the implication is the only good news about redemption. So he says, ministering the gospel of God in order that, and pay attention to this, in order that the offering of the Gentiles might be well-pleasing. Now I realize that most Bibles in English use the word acceptable now I hear that word acceptable someone says is this really good well it's acceptable now I'm not pleased with that which is just acceptable I want something well pleasing and this word when we look at it it's really three Greek words put together one Greek word the first one U means good in Greek those two letters and we can pronounce it you EU means good and then the next word pros means towards and the third word comes from the Greek word dekomai which means to receive or welcome so it's four or two a receiving and don't forget that first word good the gospel brings about a good receiving. God receives us well because of the gospel. Now, in light of that, what do we want to do? We want to obey God. We want to serve God. We want to do the will of God, fulfill the objectives of God, that he is well pleased, that he receives our work, and He's well pleased. He receives it well. That's what this word is about, not just acceptable. So look again, Paul says he wants to give that good news of the gospel to the Gentiles in order that the offering of the Gentiles would be well-pleasing and, notice this, sanctified in the Holy Spirit. Now, let me just say by way of a tangent, nothing is good in God's eyes unless it is the outcome of the work of the Holy Spirit if you're going to do anything pleasing to God you must be led by the Spirit of God if you're going to do anything that's pleasing to God you must receive the provision from the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit he is foundational for everything that honors God that glorifies God so it's not surprising here that it's sanctified In the holy spirit look now to verse 18. paul says therefore i have in this next word most bibles will translate it boasting and that's fine it's a word of rejoicing it's a word of praise and paul is saying i'm boasting about this that is i'm rejoicing i'm praising god about this and what's he referring to look at the entire verse where he says therefore i have boasting in messiah yeshua why in regard to the things that pertain to god now this is important because what excites paul what he boasts about what is the foundation of his life are those things that pertain to god meaning this he's not wrapped up in the things of this world paul is always kingdom-minded you need to ask yourselves what really am i passionate about what am i pursuing the things of god or the things of this world when you are pursuing the things of god you're kingdom-minded you're wanting to store up that reward that treasures in the kingdom of god and when you're not kingdom-minded you are focused upon this world and the the things of this world accumulating the things of this world and we talked about how foolish that is because ultimately those things are temporal they're going to wear out they're going to break they're going to lose value and eventually if they still exist in the last days god will destroy them so he says verse verse 19 where he says Let's go back to verse 18, where he says, For I am not so bold as to speak what's being except. So in verse, verse 18, he says, For I'm not going to be so bold to say the things that are being, except, keep reading, except what Messiah is working out through me so he says all of this that's going on i'm not so bold as to state that except for what messiah is doing through me and notice what that is it is for all that messiah is doing through paul is for the obedience of the nations the gentiles both in word and deed now to me this is huge so many times when I talk about obedience I get emails saying you're speaking legalism absolutely not legalism is when one speaks about having to do something to be saved or to maintain your salvation never have I spoken on that issue we find that one is saved by grace it's a free gift not having to do with works what does the scripture say no flesh will be justified by works of the law so salvation is based upon only what messiah did upon that cross his death his shedding of his his blood this is why i'm saved and it is through that same sacrifice that my salvation is eternal that it's maintained nothing has to be done because it was perfect and the outcome of messiah's work was eternal life it does need to be maintained so i'm not at all legalistic i'm biblical because we see here paul is speaking we're reading from the book of romans and what paul is excited about is what god is doing through him by means of his faith in messiah and the spirit of messiah the holy spirit in his life paul's boasting of these things that messiah is doing through him and what is it producing the obedience of the gentiles meaning throughout the world nations are obeying god when i say nations those who inhabit various nations and what we're seeing here is that this is important we see biblically God says I desire obedience and not sacrifice so Paul is saying God is working in him for what for the obedience of the Gentiles by word and by deed verse 19 and doing so how in mighty signs and wonders in the power of the Holy Spirit again if anything that's going to be done that God says yes I accept that I see that as obedience I see that as the outcome of my will you can be assured that the Holy Spirit is going to be at work through someone's life in someone's life and that's what we see here In the power of the Holy Spirit, keep reading, middle of verse 19. So that I, from Jerusalem and the regions around unto, and we have this place, Illyricum. Now, this town, Illyricum, is a place that we would call today the Balkan states, the former Yugoslavia so we're talking about this location and paul is saying that through his ministry that the gospel work ministry and obedience is being seen among the gentiles even unto these regions all the way here in asia minor through going into europe into the balkan states and he says concerning them that this is what is the fulfillment of the gospel of Messiah. Now, many Bibles will say the fulfillment of the preaching, it doesn't say preaching or speaking or proclamation, it doesn't say that. Check out this word. It's simply the word for fulfilling something. But what's important is the tense. It's in the perfect, which means this, that the gospel has began to be fulfilled and this started in the past it's true now and it will continue to go forward and this is even true in our days so he says even in these regions that the gospel of messiah is being fulfilled verse 20 but thus and the next word is usually translated as aspiring or ambition and it's speaking about paul that paul aspired to that he had an ambition but if you again if you look at this word it's a word of loving being committed to and the word honorable that which has value or significance and paul saying this I have love, I have a commitment to those things that are significant, those things that have value, those things that are honorable. And what's he speaking of? We'll keep reading. It is to preach the gospel. It brings out a wonderful outcome, the preaching of the gospel. And he says here that he is desiring to do that, preach the gospel, not where Messiah has has been named, that he should not on someone else's foundation that he says i should build paul's not trying to to you know piggyback off someone else but rather he says not building upon another man's foundation but verse 21 our last verse he says but just as it has been written now paul here is going to quote from isaiah isaiah 52 And verse 15 and what's so important is this paul always is going into prophecy in order to show what god is doing in his life and that same thing should be true for you and me that we should be living in obedience so that prophetic revelation what god revealed many years ago to the prophets of old that it's being fulfilled in our lifetime that's what is of an interest to God our obedience fulfilling prophetic revelation and that's why notice what he says here concerning his own ministry what his life is producing he says but just as it's been written to whom it has not been proclaimed what has not been proclaimed concerning him his work Messiah that they should see now this is a word for perceiving or a word that has to do with seeing something and being able to respond to it so Paul says I'm not wanting to just just build off of what someone else has done but I want to go to the places where Messiah's name has not yet been revealed the name Yeshua Jesus in order that they might perceive that those who have not been proclaimed to Concerning him, that they might see, and those that have not heard, that they might understand. What Paul wanted to do was to be a source of revelation. That they might hear, they might have proclaimed, so that they can perceive and have understanding. And that word for understanding isn't just to comprehend but it's a word of results it is the word for understanding something to the degree that you're able now to carry out what you have seen what you have heard what you have understood Paul when we look at the word of God we see that Paul was was interested in the power of God through the Holy Spirit producing things both in word and deed in people's life that is the truth of God ought to produce obedience so let me ask you are you demonstrating obedience is your obedience well-pleasing to God does God look at your life and sees that you're behaving good meaning that which is in accordance with his will that which is bringing about his blessing? that which manifests through obedience, it manifests the glory of God. That's what you and I are called to do. And Paul, I believe that he woke up every morning with a desire to experience that, to be used by God for such purposes. And let me conclude with this. When that is your objective, When you are excited and committed and passionate about those things, you're going to be excited about life and that you're going to have a passion for God because you're going to see the power of God being released through you. Of course, it's through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You're going to be excited to see lives change. People begin to obey the will of God and the outcome of that is going to be a joyful satisfaction. Well, I'm out of time until next week. May God bless you. Shalom from Israel.
0: Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website loveisrael.org